Here's what's coming up for Memphis Wrestling. Reserve your seat right now for October 17th. WWE alumni, The Boogeyman. Tickets are selling fast and pick your seat with our new seating chart at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. And Saturday, October 23rd, Memphis Wrestling returns to Commerce Street Market in Hernando. Stay tuned for more details on our official social media channels at CW30 Wrestling. Music is my life, and I bet it's yours too. After all, we're all very complicated beasts. You're not just into wrestling. You're into other stuff, too. And that's where the record store comes in. I've got a thousand CDs or so, and I've been a rock fan for as long as I've been old enough to go to, well, the record store. So every week, I close my eyes, stand in front of my collection, and randomly grab a CD. Whatever I pull out. Could be old. Could be brand new. It's what I cover in that episode. It could be anything from Asia to Yes, from John Cougar to Elton John, from Rumors to Weird Al's Greatest Hits. You just have no idea. I do a little bit of homework on the artists, talk about what they mean to me, and who knows, maybe I've had a chance encounter with one of them. And finally, I review the album track by track. I might confirm that it's one of the greatest albums of all time, or I might conclude that buying that album calls for me to have my head examined. Who knows? So join me, Lance Levine, twice a month right here at the record store, and let me remind you how much the music means to you as well. Join our Patreon site with the lowest tier being $3. Go to patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. We have over 400 episodes uncut and uncensored. And we also give away big prizes. Join today. Upcoming events for American Hostile Championship Wrestling. On October the 9th, join the stars of HCW at 20 Charger Lane in Deering, Missouri. Bell time, 8 p.m. Ringside tickets, $12. General admission, $10. Save $2 a ticket by getting your tickets in advance. Call 573-359-4390 or mark at 636-232-3313. The stars of AHCW appearing include Derek DeKean, Justin Case, the Missouri Bad Boys, Queen Caitlin, Tag Team Champs, the Young Goats, Big Jack Parker, Mid-American Champion Trent Daniels, AHCW Champion Zero Hop, Guy Smith, and many more. Stop right there. Also, on October the 23rd is the third anniversary of American Hostile Championship Wrestling, and it's going to be in Cooter, Missouri. That's right, October the 23rd. All the stars will be on hand for that night, and... Well, you never know who will show up. Follow American Hostile Championship Wrestling on Facebook by searching American Hostile Championship Wrestling. Be there! We can all help prevent suicide. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress and also prevention and crisis resources for you and and your loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255. This is Conversations. 
a 20-minute talk about wrestling. Sit back with your favorite beverage and turn the volume up for this conversation. from 304 Studios in Jonesboro, Arkansas. This is a stspod.club production, and I had Brad Skimmerhorn on before. Now I've got his brother, Brer. We're going to do conversations because he kind of gave us uh, your background as a tag team and, and all that. So we're just going to talk about you for 20 minutes. Uh, how's it going today? Pretty good. How about you? Doing good, doing good. We're going to start out. I'm going to start out with you growing up as a fan. What do you remember most about the very, like the first days as a fan or the first first year as a fan? Uh, it was the late '90s, so it was like Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was the man, especially growing up in Arkansas. You know, uh, I remember the first time I ever saw wrestling. It was Billy Gunn and Ken Shamrock. And I saw Billy Gunn had Mr. Ass on his tights, and they were calling him <laughs> Mr. Ass, and that was just crazy to me. I was like, "What? Who is this guy?" Yeah, who? Who? Mr. Ass? Who are they calling Mr. Ass? Now, you, you both, you guys are from Hoxie, Arkansas. We brothers grew up in Hoxie, really small town in Arkansas. Uh, I grew up in a small town in Missouri. Did y'all were y'all Memphis wrestling fans also, or was that was that something that you knew about? Uh, I knew about it, but. Uh, didn't come on TV. Only wrestling we really watched until we got in the business was WWE, <laughs> TNA, but like only stuff that was on like mainstream TV. Yeah, that that just amazes me every time that I talk to, especially younger guys. I mean, you know, I'll be 55 this year, so I'm a, I'm an old fart, uh, and I grew up on Memphis wrestling. But it amazes me, like living in this area. And really not knowing what the hell Memphis Wrestling was until till after you got into business and like, hey, what's Memphis Wrestling? And with with your exposure to WWE, uh, I guess Jerry Lawler and all those guys were WWE guys to you, right? Yeah. Being being a big deal, not really locally, but being a big deal because they were on they were on WWE TV. Yeah. Uh, so you did you start you started by yourself, didn't you? You didn't your brother wasn't with you. No, we started together. Oh, y'all started together. You are older than him though, right? Yep. And, and you where did you train at? Who trained you? Who trained you guys? Uh we were trained by a guy named Boss and Austin Lane and Craig Stone and Jonathan Sanders. And what do you think, I mean, with just doing the moves and stuff, and I know uh, I always try to grab this question from guys. You knew how to do the moves, but when did you think that you started really – now, how long have you been a wrestler? Eight years. Eight years. When do you think that you actually understood how to put together tag team matches like that? Mm. I don't know if I still got it down, honestly, but <laughs> – it is. I had a meeting one time. We had a, a tryout with ECW. My two teams did on the 
the two nights before ECW died, by the way, uh, in Nova, Supernova, uh, uh, he actually said it takes about six years to understand psychology and, and what you can do. And there's all kinds of teams. Uh, and we had y'all guys in for a Cool Kids Countdown, and we talked about y'all's favorite teams. Uh, but what teams do you think you find yourself watching all the time to pick up moves? I still watch the Motor City Machine Guns and Paul London and Brian Kendrick. Uh, I watched the Midnight Express for some heel stuff. Uh, I do watch the Edge and Christian for some heel stuff too. Some of that goofy comedy stuff that they do. Right, uh, right. There's a, oh, I mean, I just watch wrestling. Uh, that's it. it it when it, if you're actually in the business it's it, unfortunately it's more of a study thing than being a fan uh recently i just sat back and said i'm not going i'm not studying it. i'm just going to watch a pay-per-view i watched the last AEW pay-per-view uh just as a fan it's kind of fun you know you, yeah. you just you, you don't want to uh, talk about should they have came in and that what should they do uh do you see you guys are doing a lot of independent shows and, and all over the United States and Illinois and Tennessee and Arkansas. Do you see because, because it's changed, there is a hybrid way of wrestling now. And it's because mainly it's the young bucks, it's Phoenix. It's, it's all those guys that give you, it's not new Japan. It's, it's not Lucha Libre. Uh, but it's kind of a hybrid of that. Plus there is that American style. Are y'all yeah. seeing that more as a team like guys are wanting to do just I, – I, here's what I used to call it. Are guys wanting to get their shit in all the time and they don't want to do psychology? Do they just want to get their shit in? Yeah, for sure. Really, really. You're seeing more of that where there's not a there's not a hot tag or there's not a there's not a heat in the actual match. It's just let's do move, 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 huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like – Oh man, if that's enough, I'm like, yeah, man. Like, we got what we need. You don't need to stray too far of what it is. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I I wonder about that because there is a structure, and and although although there is a hybrid, I like the structure. I like the idea of the you know the baby face taking. If you want to do double heat, the posse was so good at double doing double heat for the longest. Yeah, you can do that, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the fans love it. I mean, you could be so you guys as heels get to beat the hell out of both the members mm-hmm. before the hot tag. So that puts y'all over. It really doesn't matter who's going to win in the end because everybody remembers y'all whipping their ass and them, them finally getting the win. Um, have you seen you being on television? Now I talked. Uh, I talked about this uh, to y'all off the air, and I think I mentioned it to Brad. Doing television, did you kind of like? Uh, uh, well, what are we doing? I'm give, they tell me seven minutes and, and all. Was it like during the headlights when you first got on TV? Uh, kind of, because, you know, TV matches are a lot different than just going out there and having a match. And uh, you got to stick to the time because that's how it's programmed instead of, like, just going out there and doing what you want to do, you know, because that's what everybody does. You have, like, a time and everybody just goes out there and has a WrestleMania match. But on here, you got to stick to your times. You got to work the cameras and pay attention to what's going on. And it's a different animal. You got to be able to like know where your cameras are. You got to work for the cameras, not for the crowd. So like sometimes it's kind of weird when you're like facing the stage and there's no crowd, but that's where the camera is, and you're going for the people at home because the people here will follow anyways. 
I mean, that's the kind of things that we did television in Mississippi and it was like, as a manager, keep looking at the camera, keep looking at the camera. Uh, so have you, have you been backstage and got, got to ask you him for going over time yet? Uh, no, they've been pretty understanding. Uh, and if they need to, they just edit a little bit of it, edit an entrance or something. Uh, and I don't think we go like too far over or under where it like really is a problem. Like, I don't think we go a minute over or nothing. <clears throat> yeah. I talked to Brad about this too. Did, you guys being such a solid tag team in, in, I guess the best way, legit in the sense that y'all understand what's going on. You can put people over or you can beat the hell out of them kind of thing. Uh, put yourself. So, you know, you understand that part. Uh, was that one of those things where y- you said, uh, especially with the comedy you guys did, was that something you planned or was it just all of a sudden it was organic? Y'all could do comedy now. That's just kind of how it happened. Like it is kind of comedy, but we kind of try to do it. Like, like we're serious about it. Like if you watch macho man, his stuff was comedy, but like it was serious to him. Like he wasn't like making a joke. You know what I mean? I think that's the part that we that makes it so fun when y'all grab the microphone and start talking on the microphone during a match is that your characters are you guys believe everything you're saying while the audience is saying, wait, that's not the way I'm looking at this, which brings the comedy out. Yeah. Uh, just really fun. And it didn't, it wasn't something because some people will tell you, you know, the stink of horn t shirt. Some guys in the business say, look, I, w- I didn't want to do anything like that. Was that something that you just say, hey, that's fun? Let's do it. Yeah, I didn't care. Like, it gives us something to work with, you know? Like, Get you over. Yeah. What about yeah. Mikey? How do we bring Mikey along with, with the whole tag team? Tell the Mikey story. Uh, Okay. Well, we were supposed to have a a dad come in. Okay. <laughs> but he overslept that day, so he didn't get brought in. And they're like, uh, does Mikey want to be a skimmer horn? And he was like, uh, no. <laughs> Can I be <laughs> Uncle Mikey instead of Mikey <laughs> skimmer horn? And they're like, yeah, that's great. So... I th- yeah, just fantastic talent. A lot of comedy there, but he is so good in the ring too. Uh, just move by move, he—I mean, so solid. Uh, and you guys have met him, I guess, in Illinois with uh, with Pondo, right? Because the funny thing is, he joined y'all, and the same week he joined y'all, I seen a poster on Brad's. It had y'all in a dog collar match or something. I can't remember against him and somebody else. Yeah. Uh, well, we met Mikey. <clears throat> In Illinois, at a outlaw wrestling show, Otto Bain took us down there. It was for uh, working for the Hooligans. Right, and, right. I know all those guys. Yeah, yeah. And Mikey was there, and uh, then they came to work for Craig a couple times, and they offered us to ride with them, but we didn't take it back then. And uh, we went to do another outlaw show a couple years ago with Deadly Dale, and we stopped and picked up Mikey. And then he was like, you know, y'all can still ride with me if y'all want to. And we were like, all right, we'll do it. And then been balls to the wall ever since. When, when you say you just talked about Outlaw, uh, there's a lot 
a lot of smaller shows in the area, whether you go to Tennessee, whether you go to Arkansas, um, in Missouri also, not as many in Missouri uh, because of the commission and stuff. But Arkansas and Tennessee both seem to – and I'm going to get – I'm going to say some shit. You don't have to agree with me, all right? Uh, but you get so much shit on some of those shows. And there's no – no one knows how to really wrestle. Uh, no one understands psychology, and they're just somebody put up a ring, and they they had a show, and there's 20 people. How do y'all guys? How do you get up for stuff like that? Do do you you know? I'm gonna tell you what I did. I took I took my team, and I took another team to work them. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna have them work people that didn't know what they were doing. Kind yeah. Of well, we were lucky because they they have some good guys around here that can like teach young people how to work and like they just stuck us with them we didn't have to work with the people that didn't know how to work or that would hurt us like we worked with idle bane and uh vic vicious and uh austin lane and ray ray and we work with those guys so they just taught us how to work and well stuff. they're all shit workers how do they teach you no i'm just <laughs> I, those are my friends there uh idle bane is um uh, uh has always been a favorite of mine and he he's done he's I haven't seen he doesn't wrestle anymore i don't guess uh and things like that with austin lane helping you guys austin uh can put together a match that's the fun part of it uh, plus do all the the high spots and everything he's always been a fan of, of the x division and doing high spots and stuff uh so tell me about being on television have you seen and I seen some complaints on various. Didn't see anything on your Facebook page. Let me say that. But I seen some guys in the area going, "Well, we're working for free. We're tired of work. We're worth more than this." Do you understand that the, the value of being on television like that? Do you guys understand that? Yeah, for sure. Getting paid. I mean, you want to get paid, but you're getting exposure on the TV, and then you get paid for house shows, and then. Uh, I mean, we've traveled farther to just get a shot and not get paid. You know what I mean? Like, we went to Chicago and wrestled for free just to try to get a shot. It's what it is. I mean, you're not going to make real money unless you're, like, a top dog in the business. You know what I mean? That's a good way of looking at it, especially when there's – and I've always uh, felt like television meant a lot in this area, and it's the – you know, CW30 is the highest rated uh, CW station in the United States. Have you seen any, have you been anywhere outside the area where they go, hey, y'all, we seen y'all on Memphis Wrestling? No, but I try to avoid people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. See, I loved it. I loved it when they came up. Dysburg Mall always had somebody come up and say, hey, are you Coach BT? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Autograph, autograph, whatever. People uh, come up to me and they'll be like, hey, are you Bryce Gimmelhorn? I'm like, no, my name's Larry. Sorry. And Larry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, remember that. He's Larry at the mall. So there you go. Uh, so tell me, uh, Dustin, me and Dustin have been friends for a long time, uh, and I've become the content provider for a lot of stuff on Memphis. Uh, and in doing Rolling Into Memphis every week, I I don't I don't show any favorites because that's not what you do, and Dustin doesn't expect me to do that. How's it working for Dustin Starr? Is he really an asshole like I know he is? No, I'm just kidding. Is it, is it uh, being a good experience and working there on TV with, with Dustin? Yeah, for sure. He's always been kind to us. Even when we uh, 
first started, he was always good to us. He's never done us wrong. He's never, like, done anything shady to us. I don't have anything to complain about him. I think he's a good guy. Right on. Good good to hear. Uh, and that's really – I know people are listening to this, and you just said he's never done any shady – uh, if you've never been in the business, you don't really understand what he's saying, but, uh, <laughs> work for somebody and, and don't be promised a certain amount of money and then you don't get yeah. paid zero. So that's he's always been straight up when, uh, we messaged him about coming down. He was like, I mean, there's no pay in it. And we're like, I mean, that's cool. Like, I mean, he was straight up. He didn't, uh, string us along. Like, yeah, we can get you a little something or nothing. He's like, you know, this is the deal. All right, all right. Good to hear about Dust. Here's my here's my last question. Kind of wrap it up uh, with the twenty minute conversation with you. Uh, like I said, we covered a lot of stuff with Brad. What I want want to know is, and I asked him about this. Uh, you guys have worked on a, a lot of shows in the area. Eight years, that's a lot of time working. Is is there was there anybody you know quote unquote superstar, uh, a big name that was just a total ass? Mm. I mean, there's been a few. He told you the Lawler story. Bill Dundee <laughs> one time, or I guess it was the same night. He walked into the locker room and he was like, he just looked around. And he goes, "No wonder you don't draw a fucking dime." <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> That's Bill. He did that in every dress room he was ever in. Uh, he used to. I was a photographer and I'd go backstage and, and also was the, he knew I was the kayfabe guy. So, so he had, he gave me hell during the whole time. This kayfabe guy ain't supposed to be backstage, blah, 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 blah. And when he left, he would come over to me and he would say, uh, Brian Trammell, I'll see you next time. And I'd be like, wait, can you just be nice to me while I'm, because he was the one in the back all the time going, what's Trammell doing? Why's he here? And I would walk out, go talk to Lawler or talk to Jeff Jarrett or talk to somebody else. And he's constantly, every time I've seen him, uh, I think the last probably four or five years that I've been at shows, he's actually shook my hand and didn't give me hell or anything. He even said on the podcast, he helped, he used to hate Brian Trammell. So there you go. <laughs> but Bill is like that. Lawler's, yeah, I've even had people tell me these days that Lawler still demand don't demand, but he don't he don't hang out with the boys. And I've only seen him do that one time, and it was at Tuckerman, and it was him, Dundee, and uh, uh, Brandon Baxter were sitting together talking with the boys, and I was just like. I, I, knew, I should have took a picture of that because that's the first time I'd ever seen Lawler do that. Uh, all right, we have a few more minutes. So you work – tell me a Tuckerman story, ASWF. An ASWF story? <clears throat> okay. Um, well, one time we were working at ASWF, and we had a TLC match, and then we were going to try to do the table spot like the Hardys and the Dudleys where they had the two tables set up, and they pushed us off the ladder. And right, right, right. And we the right. on the outside. Well, it wasn't like a double-sided ladder, so I didn't get up high enough because it was just like, you know, like the – and Brad was up higher. So when they pushed it, I was kind of – I didn't make it out the ring, and I, like, landed on the ropes, and Brad just, like, scorpion out through the table, it looked like. <laughs> he almost died. I was okay, though. <laughs> 
Uh, I've been to a lot of the. I actually got lost going to Tuckerman one time. I, I I hate to admit that, but I did. I got lost. <laughs> I was coming from Steel, Missouri, and couldn't find Tuckerman for some reason. So, all right, guys, thank you for joining us for conversations. I thank y'all. Uh, this was uh, we did this whole thing. STS Pod Skim Timber would do appreciate it. Guys, same bad time, same bad channel on the best little wrestling podcast in the business. Be there. And as everyone knows, I love my mama. Thanks, man. Here's what's coming up for Memphis Wrestling. Reserve your seat right now for October 17th. WWE alumni, The Boogeyman. Tickets are selling fast and pick your seat with our new seating chart at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. And Saturday, October 23rd, Memphis Wrestling returns to Commerce Street Market in Hernando. Stay tuned for more details on our official social media channels at CW30 Wrestling. This episode is also brought to you by SpunkLoop.com. Remember when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, use Spunky. That's right. Go to www.SpunkLoop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. want the best you got the best the best little wrestling podcast in the business all episodes on www.stspod.club did you enjoy that episode cash app us at dollar sign btsts if you've never downloaded the cash app app Download it today. You'll get a free, that's right, a free $5 for using the code dollar sign BTSTS. That's dollar sign BTSTS. Upcoming events for American Hostile Championship Wrestling. On October the 9th, join the stars of HCW at 20 Charger Lane in Deering. Missouri. Bell time, 8 p.m. Ringside tickets, $12. General admission, $10. Save $2 a ticket by getting your tickets in advance. Call 573-359-4390 or mark at 636-232-3313. The stars of AHCW appearing include Derek the King, Justin Case, the Missouri Bad Boys, Queen Caitlin, Tag Team Champs, the Young Goats, Big Jack Parker, Mid-America Champion Trent Daniels, AHCW Champion Zero Hop, Guy Smith, and many more. Stop right there. Also, on October the 23rd is the third anniversary of American Hostile Championship Wrestling, and it's going to be in Cooter, Missouri. That's right, October the 23rd. All the stars will be on hand for that night, and... Well, you never know who will show up. Follow American Hostile Championship Wrestling on Facebook by searching American Hostile Championship Wrestling. Be there! Join our Patreon site with the lowest tier being $3. Go to patreon.com slash shootingthesiznet without a G. 
We have over 400 episodes uncut and uncensored, and we also give away big prizes. Join today. was another great episode of Shooting the Shiznit. Thank you for listening, and thank you to all our sponsors. A big shout-out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling's Between the Sheets. Remember, you can reach us on Twitter at ComicBookMarkBT, Instagram at BT Shooting the Shiznit. That's right, Shooting the Shiznit without a G. Facebook Shooting the Shiznit, and Facebook Cool Kids Wrestling and MMA Talk. If we don't like you in that group, first you have to ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. All the episodes are at one place, and that's www.stspod.club. Podcast Roll Call. Who's Right Podcast. Homeboys Podcast. D3 Radio, my buddies Richard and Josh. My World with Conrad Thompson and my friend Jeff Jarrett. Lance's favorite include Nickology, Rock Solid, Playlist Wars, I'm Fat Podcast. Hey guys, remember, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars.